0: Hey, Goda members, what's going on? Welcome to the final Goda TV episode before we all see each other in person again at this year's SMC in Philadelphia. Our final SMC update is brought to you by Black Stallion. The new Black Stallion flame-resistant plaid work shirt is snappy. The convenient metal snaps are quick and easy and provide a secure fit. Snap into action and contact us today for more information. In the coming weeks, GATA's app will be made live. The Goda SMC app is an integral part of making sure that you get the most out of your SMC experience. Instructions for downloading the app will be emailed soon, so watch out for emails from Goda. Instructions will also be included in the May 1st GATA Connection and in the SMC Daily Preview. The app is a wonderful resource. You'll be able to set your own customizable schedule of events, including the ability to add your sessions and individual meetings to your calendar with meeting reminders. The app will also feature maps of the hotel, the events, the contact booth program, and instructions for shuttles to any off-site events, including the President's Welcome Reception, which will take place at the historic National Constitution Center. Attire for the reception is business casual with sports jackets optional. This year's SMC is jam-packed with action, so make sure to take pictures throughout the event and post them to the app's social media wall or to Facebook or Instagram using the hashtag GottaSMC2023. Your pictures may be featured in upcoming episodes of Gauda TV as well as in the daily recap connections that will be coming out each day during the SMC. The two hotels for this year's SMC are located in the heart of historic downtown Philadelphia and are located just minutes from historic monuments including the Liberty Bell, the Rocky Stairs at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, the Museum of the American Revolution, and much more. Downtown Philadelphia also features a vibrant shopping scene and, of course, the world-famous Philly cheesesteaks. As always, there's no shortage of things to do in and around the hotel. The SMC itself also features enough content to keep your days busy. We begin on Saturday, May 6th with the board and committee meetings. That day also features the Young Professional Committees Learn and Launch and Scavenger Hunt, as well as the Women of Gas and Welding Committees Meet and Greet before the newcomer's reception. The Newcomer's Reception and Welcome Reception both take place at the National Constitution Center. And this year, the After Party takes place on Liberty Lane as the YP Committee reconvenes for its Scavenger Hunt Awards Ceremony. On Sunday, May 7th, we kick the day off with a main stage presentation from Johnny Joey Jones. Triple J, as he's known, is a retired United States Marine and Fox News contributor whose message will inspire attendees. Following that is the return of this year's educational tracks, where attendees will have the opportunity to sit in on two of the six presentations happening. The morning concludes with a main stage presentation on employee recruitment and retention from executive coach Colleen Rogers. Following a networking lunch, the day concludes with the Contact Booth program and, new this year, the Contact Booth Networking Reception and Happy Hour. The SMC wraps up on Monday, May 8th with two great main stage speakers, Stephen Headland and Halloran Hilton-Hill. As always, you'll leave the SMC with great take-home content, new contacts, and memories to last a lifetime. We can't wait to see you there. We've got a great episode lined up today, so stick around right after a word from today's presenting sponsor, Weldcoa. Put Weldcoa's manufacturing expertise to work for you. Weldcoa has been creating solutions and manufacturing gas-related products for over 50 years, Its team takes the time to understand your fill plant environment and design a solution that meets and often exceeds the objectives. When you choose Weldcoa, you can rest assured that you'll be investing in the most dependable, made-in-the-USA products on the market today. We're here to support you, Gauda. Get more with Weldcoa today. Joining us first today is Brian Bluff, CEO and co-founder of SiteSeeker Digital Marketing Solutions. Brian, thank you so much for being with us today. We asked you to join us today to talk about the product that the whole world seems to be talking about, ChatGPT. Can you explain what ChatGPT is and why it seems to be taking the whole world by storm?
1: Absolutely, Steve. You know, it reminds me of when we first started our business and uh, and Google uh, came on the scene. And and all of a sudden, uh, businesses were kind of scrambling to catch up. and, And I kind of have the same feeling now. So everything's all brand new all over again. Uh, OpenAI Open AI is, is an artificial uh, intelligence research organization. It was uh, founded in 2015 by uh, folks like Elon Musk and uh, Sam Altman uh, and a lot of other folks. And one of the big investors in it was Microsoft. And so it did research into uh, natural language processing, computer vision, um, decision making, or as they call it, uh, reinforcement learning, robotics, and a lot of other uh, sources uh, or, or different areas as well, including chat GPT, which is, uh, I think probably the most well-known tool of, of all that, uh, OpenAI has, uh, has put out into place, uh, so far. In my world, um, digital, digital marketing, uh, chat GPT is the most important. Um, we use it to generate text. Um, and it's been trained when it, when it tries to answer questions all the way up through September of 2021. So far, you can use it to um, simulate and have a conversation just like a human being, or as I've said before, you can use it to, to write full articles, and I think we all see that on the news about a lot of concerns uh, by educational institutions about um, how kids and students might be uh, cheating on, uh, with some of their assignments uh, using this technology.
0: What do you think ChatGPT will mean for GATA members and other B2B companies in their day-to-day operations?
1: So well, I think it's going to change a, a lot of, uh, a lot of what we do from a day to day basis, uh, as business owners. Um, I, th- I see really probably two main areas, um, improve customer service. And of course, again, this is my perspective as a marketer, but I think marketing will be, uh, changed dramatically. Um, from a customer service standpoint, I think that chat GPT has um, an opportunity to revolutionize, uh, the way that we deal with our most important asset, our clients. It uh, it can be used to analyze and respond to, uh, to questions and uh, inquiries in, in real time. It's very fast and very accurate, uh, and it can reduce the reliance on on human beings, um, and uh, therefore allow human beings to focus on more complex issues. Um, It'll allow us to uh, reduce customer frustration, improve customer experience, and again, really importantly, customer satisfaction and loyalty can be improved if we're using the tool um, appropriately. Uh, a couple other points I think is that uh tools like ChatGPT can handle many inquiries you know at the same time. Is again very cost effective and it's perfect for global companies or folks in different time zones because it can handle um uh questions twenty-four-seven.
0: Know, how do you think ChatGPT can be used properly, as you say? What are some of the specific applications that you think they can implement and how will it impact their website SEO and best practices?
1: I see two different areas um, that it can really impact marketing. The first one is like personalized marketing. And the, the second one, as you mentioned, is uh, search engine uh, optimization and search engine marketing. So from a personal standpoint, today a lot of companies are using tools like HubSpot and um, uh, Marketo and, and Eloqua to deliver really personalized email marketing messages uh, to their clientele based upon the exact needs of those folks. I think this takes it to a whole nother level. Because these tools can deliver really targeted messages, we can we can provide uh product recommendations or special offers that we know will resonate really well with particular, uh, particular customers and improve conversion rates, uh include close rates and revenue from these uh these individual customers. So from a personalized marketing standpoint, uh, the benefits to the business are that marketing messages, um, again, will grab the attention of of a client, uh, increase their loyalty, uh, as I mentioned, increase conversion rates, and again, really importantly, help us to increase customer retention. On the search engine side of things, um, I think uh, this is, in my world, this has caused so much excitement, um, and, and by excitement I mean fear. <laughs> so so um, what has a lot of people on edge, and as the technology rolls out, I think you'll see, you know, kind of a frantic uh Look by a lot of marketers out there. Uh, today, Google has about 85% of the search engine uh, market share, Bain about 9%, and Yahoo about 3%. And I just read an article the other day that said for every 1% of search engine ad revenue that transfers from, let's say, Google to Bain, it represents about a $2 billion revenue increase. So this is huge. Now, because Microsoft invested in OpenAI, they kind of have the inside track into rolling this out. In fact, if you use um, uh, Bain today or download their new uh, browser called Microsoft Edge, you'll see in the upper right-hand side, you'll be able to see that ChatGPT, or a tool like it, rather, is, is uh, integrated right into the tool. So you're already seeing this happen. Google recently tested um, its uh, chat tool called Bard, and it was didn't go very well. It had a lot of errors in the tools. And and I guess that's one piece of advice I'd provide to folks. If you're going to use it to write content, you really need to pay attention to it. It'll be a big time saver. However, you do need to go back and test the content to make sure that it's accurate. So things are going to change. And I think the fear that people have is that people aren't going to be visiting their websites as much as they used to. Um, but if you th- if you've been following the search engines or you use the search engines like I think we all do, then you know that Google's already changed things. On the right hand side of Google now we have the uh, the knowledge box, and as you scroll down past let's say the ads and then the images, you'll see this stack of uh, of sentences, larger text, and, and you'll be able to drop those down. Those are called People Also Asked. So when Google integrated People Also Asked, it decreased the percentage of Google searchers that were taken off the site to a company website to answer questions. So Google's already found a way to keep people in the environment in which they can deliver really good uh, uh, information And deliver their ads. So that's not going to change. I think what's going to happen is that people will stop using sites like Reddit or maybe uh, YouTube less often to go ahead and grab customer reviews. And they're going to use these these chatbots to do exactly that. Um, Other areas that I think will change in marketing is that the cost of content is going to decrease. Um from a, an analytics standpoint, if you're the owner or in charge of marketing or sales in the organization, you're gonna see you know search engine traffic start to decrease. But you should see that your conversion rates of the people that are filling out the forms or picking up the phones or beginning the chat conversation with you increase as a percentage of total traffic. Um I guess my advice to anybody here is to remember what happened uh back in When we started our company in 2003, and the search engines were really, you know, coming uh, online very quickly. And those, I think every association out there had those couple folks that really embraced things early, and they were like rock stars. Well, this is going to be that same opportunity again. You have an opportunity as a do-over here. So if you're an earlier adopter to uh, this AI technology, chat GPT, and others like it, then I think you have a big advantage over your your competition.
0: Do you have any specific advice for Goda members as they dip their toes into this
1: i think I think the answer is to learn um every night i i I read a, a couple articles on this subject because it's going to vastly change my business it's going to vastly change all of your business as well so again learn from the past um there's some tasks out there that uh, that marketers for the last 20 years that we've been in business um you know they nod their head when we say okay start a blog, write those, you know, that, that product description content. Uh, and people say, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. But you know what time, you know, time is too short and we never get to that stuff. You can use these tools to finally get that content out there and make a difference in the, uh, in the amount of prospects that are hitting your website and converting. And and I think another thing to remember is that ChatGPT uh, chat GPT today is free. One hundred percent free. You can write a, a blog article, probably first draft in um, twenty-five minutes. Uh, now you might have to take another hour, uh, hour and a half, two hours, whatever, to go ahead and fact check it and to eliminate some duplications and stuff like that. Uh, but the tool is free. It's a big cost saver. It probably drove um, will drive thirty to forty percent of the time out of creating content going forward. So embrace it. That's my advice for for God of members.
0: Where do you see this heading? And do you have any last thoughts that you can share with viewers before we go today? Uh, the, the
1: last thought that I have is that, you know, this is a changing world. Um and uh you know technology is not gonna slow down. Uh in this, you know, this first iteration, uh, ChatGPT is only, you know, it's just one tool. So keep your eyes open. Um There's going to be uh, many more tools like this coming. And, again, a a, a theme, I'll just say it again, embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. Uh, If you want to remain competitive for the next, I don't know, 10 to 15 years, you should be starting today, learning about this tool, testing it, uh, writing some blog articles. You can't go wrong doing it. It's not difficult. It's kind of fun, actually. Um, And, uh, yeah, just really get in the game.
0: Brian, thank you so much for being with us today. I look forward to seeing how this all shakes out, and I appreciate the explainer. Have a great day.
2: Being active for more than 70 years, always following the original mission. Wherever gas is the integral part and provides energy for everyday life, there will be the technological and productive commitment from Cavani Group.
0: Joining us next today is Goddess First Vice President Eric Wood. Eric is the COO at OE Meyer. Eric, we appreciate you being back with us today. The Q2 issue of Welding Gases today touches on a lot of technology disruptors. As a company that's always been on the forefront of embracing the newest technology, what would you say is the biggest tech disruptors that we've had to face in our industry in recent years?
3: Steve, I would. I think that the biggest you know tech disruptor has been a combination of um, you know the uh, the addition to uh, you know e-commerce and web commerce um, and the the wholesale type. Uh, sites that have uh kind of cannibalized some of uh, our hard goods business you know whether it be everybody refers to you know as amazon uh as being the biggest disruptor but we see this coming in many forms of of different storefronts and different big box stores having um giving our customers more accessibility to the safety supplies the filler metals the consumable items that you know we uh we take a lot of pride in training our people and our retail uh, inventory levels to to support the customer base, and you know, that seems to be has has been a disruptor and continues to evolve. Uh, and we've had to adapt and add technologies and FTEs to our operations and and uh, to our organization to uh, not only combat this but also to uh, to make sure that we are offering. Uh, like services to our customers that are demanding, you know, that type of interaction and that type of commerce.
0: In the spirit of being found online, in our Q1 economic forecast, you said that OE Meyer has made significant investments and improvements towards your e-commerce platform, your website and your SEO. Can you talk about that process and how it has ultimately benefited the company?
3: Uh, so we took the plunge, I guess, all in one false swoop to do some some not only hardware, but software upgrades, um, taking a lot of our, um, our data and, 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 uh, outsourced a lot of uh, what we felt was, you know, very important to serve, you know, to, um, house a lot of our data and external servers, uh, put everything on the cloud. Um, you know, we, we think that we know that, um, you know, back to disruptors is, is cybersecurity, um, is, is a huge disruptor. And, um, and a huge, um, you know, risk that we face every day. So, you know, we took a broad, uh, step into, um, many facets of our, well, not just e-commerce, but our SEO, our e-commerce, our data storage, our cybersecurity, um, not only to protect our company and, you know, the other employee owners, but also to cap, capitalize on revenue opportunities. Um, and we've, and we've used SEO and e-commerce to, expand uh, some of our offerings as well as um, give the customer a better experience by being able to not only shop online um, through uh, through, our, through our commerce site, but also transact some of the other um, duties that, uh, you know, we know that we have people um, on a daily basis uh, handling for us, whether customers need copies of invoices, whether co- customers need copies of packing slips, Want to see their cylinder balances, want to see their purchase history. So we're trying to, you know, we're, we're mostly focused on our B2C. Uh, I'm sorry, our B2B and, and have not given a lot of focus to B2C uh, at this time. Uh, we've made most of the investments to give our customers and the, um, and the facilities that we deal with a a better shopping, uh, better, better experience, um, in general. And the SEO has been a concerted effort that we have, um, put resources and time into as we've expanded some of our other um, business units, residential propane um, is an area where we've used search engine optimization um, more than any to reach new markets as customers are building homes or customers are adding fireplaces or customers are uh, renovating their homes on, 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 You know, having OE Meyer come up on top of the list when they're searching for propane suppliers. So the last two or three years, we've, we've made a lot of investment in the advertising and the SEO around our residential propane business, around our carbonics business as breweries, as cannabis, as things grow. When people are coming to our areas, uh, how can they find OE Meyer um, in comparatively speaking to a, to a major company? that usually comes up top of the list. And we've seen some uh, some really nice wins and really nice um, market expansion from uh, dedicating time and resources into SEO.
0: It seems like in recent years, having an optimized website and an e-commerce platform have become necessities. Do you have any advice for other GATA members who haven't been as proactive about pursuing these things?
3: Yeah, you know, what, what it was worked for us is, you know, to engage, you know, our different managers and our, our, our team of sales professionals to really just, you know, determine where it is that, you know, we need to give the most emphasis and, and tout our capabilities and our services more than we do. I think that we've never been really good at bragging about ourselves, nor do we get set out every day to, you know, to do that. But we found that in our markets, Many customers that know who we are um, and know what we do aren't always aware of our full offering. A customer that does business with us on the welding side, who runs, you know, a fabrication shop, may not have any idea that we do residential propane. May not that have any idea that we do carbonic. So we're, you know, we've really found that the investment in people that we've brought in to support these efforts, the ROI has been tremendous on the value and the market share that we've been able to get back with our marketing efforts, with digital advertising, with uh, some social media. So I think that the the advice that I would give is that we've found that we, we dabbled in this for years, but until we dedicated the assets um, um, and the, the people to have these departments that handle these on a day-to-day basis, that's really what it took us to, to be successful at adding, adding marketing uh, capabilities, digital advertising capabilities in-house, uh, having, a, we have a full-time uh, individual that handles nothing but our data that we're putting on our PIM through DDS, um, works directly with our our TIMS CU uh, specialist. So, you know, we weren't really committed to this. We thought we were committed to this, but until we made the investments with the right partners in the space, and then dedicated the amount, the right number of people to support it internally, um, because it's kind of a living and breathing thing that it wasn't just a project. We, you know, we we didn't look at this as a project, and once we're done, it's it's over. It's it is a project that we involved the, the same the team members that are doing it every day really got to choose who we were using, um, who we were going to use as our partners, who internally was gonna have the ownership of the day-to-day. Um, and, and how we're going to continue to have to build that out as it grows. And um, I guess it was taking looking at it from, you know, not just a project, but something that was going to be a full-time department was what helped take us to the next step. And I think for it to be successful, regardless of your size, I think that it takes a concerted effort and a team of individual or individuals to make it happen successfully every day.
0: Another tech disruptor that I know OE Meyer is involved with is automation and robotics. As we continue to face a labor shortage, can you talk about how automation has helped customers alleviate that issue?
3: I can. So we, you know, we've been fortunate. We've, you know, we've understood value added uh, automation sales techniques for some time. You know, we've been doing uh, robotics with, uh, with welding since the early nineties. Um, had us have, have had a service department and had automation capabilities. Uh, but again, we were only getting involved in automation for our customers where we immediately saw an ROI for them to take a welding application and convert it from manual to, to automatic. Well, you know, fast forward. Um, now we've, we've seen and our customers have seen the need um, to automate. Uh, processes much beyond you know welding so we have in turn added individuals into our automation department that have uh, skill sets and other things other than arc traditional arc welding Um, because our customers um, because of what you stated with the the declining skilled labor workforce and just in some of our areas the Um, there, there aren't a lot of employable people left in some of our markets. A lot of these people have jobs. They're not looking for jobs and our customers are trying to do more with less. And we're finding that they want to automate, uh, raw goods in to, through the welding processes and then completed goods out. And we're just trying to bring turnkey solutions to whether it be machining, handling, welding. But we, you know, our customers have seen, um, the need now more than ever Um, in our in our automation uh, department continues to grow to support that so as our customers needs increase we continue to to build in or build out more of our functions and and approaches to um, bringing them the automated solutions we're investing heavily in in our abilities to bring those solutions to the end users and we see our customers needing and having the need to invest heavily in their operations. And we're trending in the same direction to try to continue to bring on people that can bring those solutions to our customers um, as they continue to look for them. We, um, we're about, um, we put an automation lab in um, where we have a, a laser welding machine. We have a cutting machine. We have a robot um, and we're booked out. We have that room booked several, if not three, four days a week, some weeks with customer visits. We have customers that are, um, we have a remote setup where we're doing demonstrations in a very similar format to how you and I are talking today, whether it be Teams or Zoom. We have customers that want to see these automated welding techniques, and they don't always have time to wait for us to get to Lincoln Automation or wait for them to get to their facilities, they want to see it now. And we have customers pulling the trigger quicker now than they ever have um, with some of these solutions.
0: Do you have any final messages that you wanted to leave viewers with before we go today?
3: Well, we talked a little bit, Steve, about, you know, tech disruptors and, and, you know, our, our, our company and how we've adapted. And, you know, we are over a hundred years old and, you know, we've of course, I've only been here for, you know, 23 or 24 of those years, but I know in the time that I've been involved in OE Meyer, um, you know, some of the things we mentioned earlier in the discussion was our investments in SEO, our investments in social media, our investments in, um, in marketing, digital marketing. Those are areas, you know, 20, 25 years ago when I first came into the company, I, I, I never imagined that OE Meyer would have departments of people um working to get data online to give our customers a a a the web uh, shopping experience so you know we've had to continue to adapt and i'm i'm certain 20 years from now there'll be other departments and other things that i would sit here today and think that were impossible but i i never imagined that you know we, we as a company we were always invested in 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 tanks and trucks and people and tangible assets and if and we just continue, like many of our members at Gauda, to add, you know, people with capabilities outside of um, the actual day-to-day operations business um, to bring the value and take us to the next level. And, and those are things and adaptions that, you know, we'll continue to look for. i have been fortunate along the way to have been a part of some great you know, member organizations through Gauda and met got partners that have helped us realize where we've needed and needed to make these decisions. And this kind of, you know, not to, not to, not to sell too much for GATA, but you know, it was, it's been GODA, it's been the big group, it's been IWDC, it's been the networking of peers and professionals that, you know, myself and other people within OE Meyer had a chance to work with and understood where these people took some of these chances and made some of these investments prior to us. And I think that's really gave us the confidence and um kind of the backbone to take the step into some of these and seeing how some of our peers in the industry were being successful with that because i think we would have probably been a little late to the game um just sticking to our traditional investments of trying to grow our our market share through trucks and through cylinders where we've realized that, you know, we've got to be better at this. We've seen how other companies in this space, whether it's a supplier, whether it's a distributor have been very successful in SEO and very successful in e-commerce, very successful in, uh, you know, other technical te- technological advancements. And it's been uh, being able to be involved in these different organizations has, has allowed o. E. Meyer to understand where those risks need to be made and, And uh, we've been willing to make them along with the others. Not risks, but I should say uh, uh, opportunities.
0: Eric, thank you so much for being with us again. We'll see you in Philadelphia. Hobart Institute of Welding Technology offers an AWS-certified welding supervisor prep for exam course. This course teaches distributors how to bring real value to their customers by assisting them to reduce weld metal volume, reduce rejects, rework, scrap, and much more. Check our website to see all courses or contact us today at 937-332-9500 for more information on enrollment requirements. We are lucky enough to be joined once again by Goda second past president and CEO of Butler Gas Products, Abby Butler-Moore. Abby, thanks for being with us again. You'll be giving a presentation during the SMC's educational tracks entitled, You Can't Put Gas in a Sack, The Journey of a 90% Gas Independent. Can you explain what that presentation will entail and how that 90 to 10 ratio makes you unique in the industry?
2: I never knew my grandfather. However, my dad credits him with saying, you can't put gas in a sack. And the reason that we have relied on that philosophy is because we at Butler Gas have a very strange business model compared to the classic distributor, right? Most distributors in our industry tend to follow maybe a 60-40 or a 40-60 or a 70-30, 30-70 on your gases to hard goods ratio. And there are pros and cons of every model. Being 90% gas and a little bit over 90% gas makes us really unique. I think a lot of times in this business, when we look at gross margin and gross profit from just a, you know, cost of goods out of revenue perspective, gases tend to be the more profitable side of the business. That's not always the whole story though. With a heavy gas model, we have very high operating expenditures. The capital investment required is extremely high. I think that's what my grandfather meant when he said, you can't put gas in the sack. You know, we need the cylinders, we need the bulk trucks, we need the specialized assets. And so my hope with this presentation is really to be transparent into the good, the bad, and the ugly of this model. And as distributors may want to, may not want to, but may want to shift toward more of a gas-centric model, just what is involved in that, and if I can pay forward a lesson learned that or a mistake that we've made to have someone else in the industry not repeat that same mistake, uh, that would be a win for the presentation.
0: This year, Butler Gas celebrating its 75th anniversary. Even in an association made up of primarily family businesses, you've had a remarkable run of consistency, only having had three CEOs. What do you feel has made you successful for three quarters of a century? And how will you continue that run of success for the next 75 years?
2: Our 75 years at Butler Gas, when I think about why we've had that track record of success, really it's it's people and it's people thriving in a model that is designed to self-fulfill and invest in itself. You know, every dime that Butler Gas makes goes into our employee profit sharing program or investing into assets and capital expenditures for the next year. So we don't take distributions. We're not paying dividends. The owners aren't sucking money out of the company. It's really designed to be a machine that invests and it grows, um, a, a small snowball, you know, effect, but a snowball effect nonetheless. And it's that sense of stewardship that our family exists to serve the business as opposed to the business existing to serve the family um, that that culture is designed to grow and that culture is designed to to be shepherded into the next generation and And we are fortunate um, in our investment model where we have capabilities like a large company, but we have the culture and the attention to customization like a small company. And so that, that model um, works for us and we're just so fortunate to be as involved in this industry as we are. Uh, it's a wonderful industry that, that really, um, is evolving and it's growing. And we're just so proud of the people that have taken us for 75 years and what the next 75 years looks like as well.
0: You debuted a special logo commemorating the anniversary this year. Do you have any other plans to celebrate in 2023?
2: The 75 year celebration, it started with a New Year's party. <laughs> we we had a large holiday party uh the first Saturday um after New Year's and we celebrated with our Butler Gas team and with everyone's partners and spouses and that was a great kickoff event to the year. And we also have some other social events planned um throughout the, the year and some some team events. Uh, we're fortunate to host the big group this summer at Butler Gas. So we'll be hosting our industry peers for the summer owners meeting. Our team's very excited about that. Um, we'll be showing up uh, with, with several colleagues to all of the industry events and learning opportunities this year. Um, but but other than that, we're just kind of focusing on our, our planning and our development and um, taking the celebration at 75 years is is a wonderful accomplishment. We also are just focusing on serving customers and, and what we need to be doing on the business side.
0: In addition to the SMC, Ghana will have its regional event slate later in the summer. The first event of that slate is the Seven Springs Regional. Can you tell us what you're excited about for this year's Seven Springs Regional?
2: We're so excited for our Seven Springs Regional meeting this summer in June. One of the new things that we're doing this year, which I think will be fantastic, we have compressed the event lineup that used to span two and a half days into two days. And we're doing this by putting the workshop that is, I guess, was formerly on the back end of the itinerary. It's going to be the opening day. So it's a a cleaner itinerary for folks to have a, a travel day and a departure day, and two solid full days of business content. So on the first day, Jay Spielvogel is gonna be doing a half-day professional selling workshop, which we're very excited about um, in that sales workshop to kick off the events. And then we also are having the reverse contact booth returned to the lineup. That's a very popular event. We have over 20 unique distributors who exhibit at that event. It is literally where the tables are turned and suppliers walk the floor and the distributors exhibit at tables. And so it's a wonderful position in in the lineup of events to to talk shop and to have that business connectivity.
0: Is there anything else that you want to leave viewers with before we go today?
2: One of the things that we're really excited about also with the Seven Springs meeting is we have our industry keynote secured for that lineup and Greg Doria, who is the president of Harris is going to be speaking about intentional leadership on strategy, which is a very exciting keynote presentation. And I think what's going to be great this year about the entire lineup of GATA events is we have our spring meeting in Philadelphia, which is a Northeast meeting. Great opportunity for big participation from the heavy concentration of distributors in the Northeast. And then with the regional meetings throughout the summer, kind of tackling some tactical content and, and allowing uh, lots of um, bench depth participation from our members to go to those regionals. And then with the national meeting that Robert Anders has scheduled in Maui being a, you know, kind of a West Coast plus meeting, really we have the entire geography of the country covered. So I would encourage our fellow GATA members to get involved and to get your teams registered for those meetings. It's a wonderful opportunity to have coverage and full, you know, saturation of participation from the strategic level of the organization deep into the core frontline level.
0: Abby, thank you for being with us again. We really appreciate it. Today's member news segment is brought to you by Anthony Welded Products. With carts, cradles, cages, and pallets, Anthony has a model for every purpose. Be sure to visit Anthony during this year's Contact Booth program at Booth 403 to learn more about its amazing line of products. We start off today's member news segment by extending our condolences to the friends and family of Gary Larimer, who passed away at the age of 63. Gary worked for Gas Innovations for years before his retirement in 2020. He will be missed by all who knew him. In happier news, Mississippi Welder Supply Company announced that its president, Scott Myron, would be retiring in 2024. Plans are already underway to search for his replacement. Congratulations on a well-earned retirement after more than 35 years at the company, Scott. Dow Oxygen was named one of Pennsylvania's top 100 organizations by Pennsylvania Business Central. General Air was named a top workplace in the USA by top workplaces. Butler Gas announced that Adam McQuillan was named safety and compliance director. Callus Wire & Cable announced that Adam Strauss had rejoined the company in the newly formed role of Director of Channel Marketing. Gauda Media's Vice President of Sales, Tim Hudson, recently visited ARC3 and Roberts Oxygen locations. To read more about these member visits and to see full photo galleries from the day, click the link in the description below. Fabtech announced new dates and locations for its 2024 and 2026 events. The 2024 event will now take place from October 15-17, 2024 in Orlando, Florida. The 2026 event will take place from October 21st to the 23rd, 2026 in Las Vegas. Godus Consultants hosted a successful professional compliance seminar from March 20th to the 22nd at Chart Industries, Theodore, Alabama location. For a full recap of the event, including a photo gallery, click the link in the description below. Datacore announced that its headquarters had moved to 200 Campus Drive, Suite 100 in Florham Park, New Jersey. Registration for IWDC's Sales and Purchasing Convention is open now. The Sales and Purchasing Convention takes place in Indianapolis from June 18th to 20th. To learn more about any of these member news items or to submit member news of your own, read the full April 15th GAUTA Connection in your email inbox today or by clicking the link in the description below. GAUTA Media is the go-to resource for news and information about the gases and welding industry. Through our wide variety of publication platforms, Gauta Media keeps our members up to date on all of the most breaking news, emerging trends, and member events in the industry. Want to get your company's message seen? We have a quarterly print publication, a twice-monthly newsletter, an online buyer's guide, and a twice-monthly news show. If it's happening at Gas and Welding, it's happening on Goda Media. Want to learn more? Contact your Goda Media representative today. And that's our show for this month. We can't wait to see everyone again in person in Philadelphia for the SMC. If you have ideas for future episodes of GATA TV, or you would like to be interviewed, please let us know during the show. We would love to hear from you. And be sure that you are receiving the GATA Connection. Whitelist instructions for the email newsletter can be found in the description below. The Connection comes out on the 1st and 15th of every month and also has special daily connections during the SMC and Annual Convention. On behalf of all of us here at Gala TV, this is Steve Guielmo signing off.